Are you a kiddo who dreams? Kinky dreams? Dreams of wearing pants like the ones you grew up with? Well, golly gee, dream no more. Kinky Dreams specializes in printing cute vintage designs of diaper prints, superheroes, and cartoon characters on adult diapers. These handcrafted pants will leave you feeling your full baby fantasy. If you want to get your grabby hands on one of these one-of-a-kind diapers, make sure to use promo code PLAYTIME for 10% off all Kinky Dreams products. Kinky Dreams, making your little dreams come true. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsies Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pamps. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsies Nook, I wanted to deep dive into hypnosis. I've always wanted to try hypnosis, so when Daddy J messaged me about wanting to talk about it, I couldn't say no. In this episode, Daddy J and his boy, Little Kenny, join me in Newsies Nook to talk about the therapeutic aspects of hypnosis misconceptions, and how they incorporate it into their relationship. I must warn listeners that we begin the interview with a quick hypnosis, and listeners should be careful and mindful of their surroundings before listening. I think this is my first hypnosis ever, so I'm actually very excited. That is awesome. Um, I will say too, though, you know, after this, I, you know, hit me up. We'll do a, do a full session sometime just to, you know, really get you into it because we're going to do something quick today. Um, you know, really getting into hypnosis would be pretty awesome. So hit me up. We'll do, we'll schedule an appointment and do a full thing. We'll work on everything. <laughs> That'd be fun. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready for right. it to happen. All right. Real quick before we start, just a few things I have to tell everybody just beforehand. This okay. is not medical advice. I am not a medical doctor. My doctorate is in theology. It does not work for medical stuff. So <laughs> we're not doing medical. Uh, I cannot prescribe. I cannot treat. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to use your already amazing mind to just get you into a relaxed state and um, to start giving you some suggestions. And that's the whole thing. So all I need you to do is just kind of focus to unrelaxing. Hypnosis is all about focus. So everybody has this idea that hypnosis is sleep because we use the word sleep a lot. Um, that's just been done for years, but reality it's like a hyper-focus. So um, like the best people to be hypnotized are people who are autistic, ADHD, people that have those hyper-focus abilities because it's super, super easy to hyper-focus for somebody like us. So <laughs> we've got that. Um, yeah. So what I'm going to have you do first is I want you to go ahead and just kind of stretch your arms out because you don't want any tension in your body. So kind of stretch. Good, good, good. Then you're going to take a nice deep breath and breathe out. All right. And go ahead and just keep on with some deep breaths. And I'm just going to ask you to think in your mind. I want you to visualize all the stress in your body, all the stress in your life. Every time you breathe in deep, I want you to imagine that going into your lungs. And then when you breathe out, we're just going to breathe it all out. And each time, just let yourself get more and more relaxed. Very good. That's right. So go ahead and open your eyes and just kind of remain as relaxed as possible while you can. But I want you to imagine in your mind, as best you can, making a fist so tight that no matter how hard somebody tried, they could not move it. And when you've got that, just give me a little nod so I know. 
Okay. Now I want you to do the exact opposite. I want you to imagine your arm, your hand, your fist, everything so loose, limp, and relaxed that no matter how hard you try, you just can't move it. And when you've got that in your head and you've got that pretty clearly visualized, go ahead and just nod for me. Very good. So now what I'm going to have you do is I want you to think about your eyes. So right around your eyes, there's all those tiny little muscles that make you blink and everything. I want you to go ahead and just gently close your eyes. And I want you to take those tiny muscles around your eyes and just imagine them relaxing, smoothing out completely. So much so that no matter how hard you try, you know that they just won't move. That's right, just like that. And now we're gonna test this. What I want you to do is with your eyes closed, fully relaxed, I want you to just bob your eyebrows gently up and down and you'll be able to see that your eyes aren't going to open. Very good, they're nice and rocks. You can go ahead and stop testing. Now what I want you to do is take that relaxation that's around your eyes, taking in a nice deep breath. And when you breathe out, I want you to just imagine all of that relaxation going from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. Very good. Breathing out and relaxing. A wave of relaxation from the top of your head all the way down to the bottom of your feet. Just imagine how amazing it'll be to be so completely and entirely relaxed. That's right. In a moment, not quite yet, but in a moment, I'm going to ask you to open your eyes. When I do, you're going to see my hand is in front of the screen. And all I want you to do is look directly at the screen when I tell you to. And when you see my hand drop out of the screen, I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. I'm going to say the word sleep. When I do, I want you to close those eyes and double the relaxation you're already feeling right now. And you can go ahead and open your eyes and find my hand on the screen and sleep. Close your eyes, doubling that relaxation. That's right. If you feel like your head is starting to sink, it's okay for your head to sink down and just relax against your chest or your shoulder. Very good. And you can go ahead and just open your eyes one more time. Find my hand on the screen and sleep. Eyes closed. Double that relaxation. Very good. Doing great. Doing amazing. One final time. I'm going to have you just open your eyes. Don't move your head. Just open your eyes and find my hand on the screen and sleep. Eyes closed. Very good. Doubling that relaxation. Very good. Just allow your breathing to return to normal and just relax. That's right. Very good. Now what I'm going to have you do with your eyes closed, holding on to that relaxation as much as you possibly can, I want you to take your right arm and I want you to raise it up in the air. And you're going to put your arm up straight above your head. That's right. And what I want you to do is bring your arm down when I tell you. I'm going to snap my fingers and say the word sleep again. When I do, I want you to just drop your arm almost like a wet washcloth back down into your lap. You don't want to hit anything hard or anything that's going to hurt you. Just going to drop your arm like a wet washcloth down into your lap. What's going to happen then is you're going to go 10 times as relaxed as you are right now. Just imagine with your arm up in the air exactly how that's gonna feel 10 times as relaxed. And three, two, one, sleep. Go ahead and drop your arm and relax. There we go, just like that. Very good. Feel that relaxation as it washes over you. I want you to imagine 
another wave, just like before, but this one 10 times as powerful, another wave of relaxation from the top of your head all the way down to the bottom of your feet. That's right. Now, what you're feeling now, that is physical relaxation. Your body is so completely relaxed. And just enjoy that feeling for just a moment. What I'm going to have you do next, not quite yet, but in a moment, I'm going to ask you to count backwards. You're going to start with 100 and count backwards. After each time you say a number, I want you to go ahead and just say out loud, deeper, relaxed. So it'll be like this, 100, deeper, relaxed. Each time you say deeper, relaxed, I want you to double that relaxation. Very good. And then you'll say 99 deeper relaxed. The craziest thing will happen then, Newsy, is you are going to just let those numbers fade away from your mind. Like they're not even there anymore. So as you count after just a few numbers, they're gone and you won't even see them or think about them anymore. When that happens, all I want you to do is just nod your head gently for me. All right. So you can go ahead and start counting backwards from 100 now. 100 deeper relaxed so that's right doubling that relaxation deeper, relaxed 98 deeper relaxed 97 there we go. deeper relaxed and you're just gonna go slowly letting those just float relaxed. away 95 deeper relaxed that's right deeper relaxed 93 deeper Relaxed. There we and go. Two, deeper, relaxed. That's right. Just let them fade One, away deeper, like you don't need them. Relaxed. 90, deeper, relaxed. That's 89, right. deeper, relaxed. And really send that relaxation all through your body after each time. Fully relaxed. Deeper, relaxed. 80, 87. You're good. Relax. Don't even worry about thinking about it. If it starts to pop in, just let them float away. Deeper. Relax. 85. Deeper. Relax. 84. Deeper. Relax. 93. Deeper. Relax. Doing great. You can go ahead and just deeper. stop your counting and take a deep breath in and out. Now what I'd like you to do is focus on your breathing for a moment. Feel the way it feels with your breathing entering your lungs and exiting your lungs. Notice the sensations you have through your whole body. Perhaps the way that your chest rises and falls. The way your belly feels as the air fills your lungs and you expand. Pay close attention to that feeling. Doing great. And when you've got that feeling, I want you to think about your elbows and your arms. Think about how it feels right now. The angle that they're sitting at. The way your whole body feels. Thinking about your head and realizing how heavy it feels. That's right. Knowing that at any time you can just 
Let your head drift, getting comfortable and relaxed. That's right. Very good. Now I want you to think about the beating of your heart. That's right. Think about that beating and the way it feels in your chest. And I want you to realize the power of your amazing unconscious mind and how with that amazing power that already controls your beating heart, you can slow that beat down. That's right, very good. Slow that down so much so that your whole body is fully relaxed, that's right. Taking in a nice deep breath now and release. That's right, letting all of that tension go. I'd like you to think about your feet now and your ankles, realizing how heavy they might feel right now. It's as if your whole body is just getting heavier and heavier. That's right. Doing great. Very good. And what I'd like you to do is think about the muscles in your face, not just your eyes, but the muscles in your face. I'd like you to smooth those muscles out, letting every bit of tension just relax completely out of them. That's right. Perhaps you can think about where that tension might have come from, how long it's been there. And then realizing at this very moment, you just couldn't care less. That's right. Very good. And in a moment, I'm going to begin counting. I'm going to count from 10 down to one. When I reach the number one, just let yourself drift away, whether you hear my voice just like you do now, or whether it drifts off, either way is fine because we're going to work with your amazing unconscious mind. That's right, 10, drifting deeper, nine, deeper, 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 eight, Realizing any noise that you hear, whether it's in your room, outside, or coming through this microphone that is not my voice, will simply push you deeper. That's right. Doing amazing, doing fantastic. Seven, six, five, getting closer and closer to that deep state four, three, deeper yet into your amazing unconscious mind, two, one, and sleep deeper now. That's right, allow yourself to just drift. No need to hold on to any tension. No need to hold anything up. You'll stay nice and seated in your chair, just relaxed and comfortable. 
If you can hear the sound of my voice, simply nod your head for me. That's right, going deeper. What I'd like you to do is imagine that you and I are standing at the top of a building. Below us, there are three levels. Level A, level B, and level C. The most amazing thing happens because you and I can safely phase through that floor and we can find our way to the various levels of this building. In a moment, not quite yet, what I'm going to ask you to do is simply imagine yourself phasing through that floor to level A. And you'll know when you've reached level A, you are unconscious. Mind will tell you whether it shows you the letter A or you just simply know you're there. Either way, when you arrive, all I want you to do is gently while staying into this deep state of relaxation, simply say the letter A and you can begin descending to level A now. That's right. I'd like you to look around level A in your mind's eye. Notice anything that you might see. This is the top of your mind. The things you might be dealing with. The things going on in your life. Nothing here will disturb you or cause you any tension or stress. Only more relaxation. What I'd like you to do now is imagine that we can go to level B. Now, when you move to level B in just a moment, when I tell you, you might find that it's difficult to speak and say the letter B when you arrive. Most people find it's very difficult to speak. But when you've arrived to level B, I'd still like you to try to say B when you've arrived and you can begin descending to level B now. That's right. I'd like you to take a look around level B. Look at everything around you. That's right. Relax. Feel your body fully relaxing. Take a look around level B. These are all things that will help you as you drift deeper to this state we call hypnosis. And now as we prepare to go to this deep, deep level within your mind, we're going to move to level C. Level C is the deepest that we will go today in your mind. And as we begin the phase in just a moment to level C, I'd like you to realize that most people find it impossible to speak in level C because it's so deep and so relaxing. So what I'd like you to do is when you reach level C, simply gently nod your head and you can begin descending to level C now. That's right, very good. Going deeper, 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 deeper. Nancy, I'd like you to look around level C. And the most amazing thing will happen as you look around, you're going to find a door. 
What I'd like you to do is open that door and find a set of stairs behind it. In that set of stairs, there are 10 steps and I will count them down as I do. I'd like you to imagine you're taking the steps down those stairs with each number I count. With each number that I count, I'd like you to drift even deeper. Perhaps you'll be able to hear my voice. Perhaps it'll drift away. Either way, it'll be deep and relaxing. 10. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Sleep deeper now. That's right. As we're here in this space, I'd like you to imagine the most comfortable place you can be, a place where you feel the most loved, the most cared for, and above all, the most relaxed. That's right. And while we're here in this comforting place, I'd like to suggest a few things to your unconscious mind. I'd like you to realize that each time that you're involved in a sexual situation, you will find 10 times the pleasure at that time. In fact, your sex life will become 10 times more amazing, beginning immediately the next time you have the chance. That's right. You find that you are more invigorated, excited, and you enjoy every bit of it 10 times more than you ever did before. And I'd like you to realize that as you continue to work within our community, that you can take pride in the things you've done to help so many people. In fact, you can begin to feel that pride and that joy growing in you now as if it's spreading across your face. That's right, very good. You're gonna find that you love yourself even more than you ever did before, realizing that you are an amazing person. That's right. If you understand and your unconscious mind understands the things that we've talked about, I'd like your mind to simply gently nod your head for me. That's right. Very good. Taking in a nice deep breath now. And release. Very good. In a moment, I'm going to begin counting from one to five. When I reach the number five, you will return to the here and now, wide awake, fully energized and ready to go for the rest of the interview. One, two, beginning to feel your body coming back online, your muscles, and your tendons beginning to function just as they normally would. 
three, feeling an amount of energy that you haven't felt all day. In fact, you're feeling better than you have all week. Your body, your health, your mental health, everything feels 10 times better than it did before. And you can feel yourself getting happy and excited. Four and five, eyes open, wide awake. And you can begin to sit forward and come back to us. Hi. Wow. <laughs> How great do we feel? So relaxed. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> like almost like the equivalent of like a really good nap. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely what it is. But not like a nap where you like wake up and you're like, Jesus Christ, what time is it? Yeah. Yeah. You get this, like, it's, it's almost like waking up, like, like I said, energized. You've got this, like, I feel good thing. And that's the best part about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess the only thing I kept thinking about the whole time we were doing it was like, I would be hearing your voice and then some moments my brain would like go somewhere else yes. and I'd be like, Oh God, I need to come back. So it was like, as yeah. you were as you were trying to like hypnosis me, I was also <laughs> trying to wrangle my my brain. Mm -hmm. which yeah, really. I, all, and all you need to do is just let it go because the coolest thing is your brain will hear exactly what I say, even if you're writing a shopping list off in Mars in your brain. <laughs> it is so amazing. If you think about like a parent, right? They go to sleep at night. The baby down the hall just cries just a little bit no matter how deep of a sleep they've got they're wide awake because that baby has cried their unconscious mind is constantly listening the only part of your brain that doesn't shut off when you go to sleep is that part of your brain that controls your ears they're always listening right so <laughs> well i'll ask i'll ask little kenny this so that was my first time ever being hypnotized and my brain was wandering is that something your brain does too as as your as because you've been hypnotized probably what a dozen times by now <laughs> yeah um definitely um the wandering is absolutely a completely normal thing um i definitely had it happen happen my first time as well um and i even unintentionally drifted to like a deeper state than he was intending i had to pull me back. to be in that he literally had to pull me back because I was, my brain was beginning to relax so much that, you know, we couldn't work. If someone wasn't aware of what that means, what does that mean going into like a deeper state? Like you weren't breathing? So uh, he was breathing. Your, your brain still does everything. Um, there's a state and it was discovered by Dr. James Esdale back in the, I think, 1800s. Uh, this guy used to do surgery on people while they were under hypnosis. This is long before we had, you know, the medications we use now for putting people under for surgery. And uh, so we refer to it in the hypnosis world as the Esdale state. And it is a state where you are in complete um, anesthesia. You, there's no pain, but your brain is so relaxed that if I try to work with you in that state, there's very little we can do other than me pinching you and you don't feel anything because it's at this point, you're so relaxed that your brain's like, I don't care what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just going to do my own thing and drift over here. So um, that's the state he started to drift into is that Esdale state. Oh, and I guess the yeah, I mean, other... it's great, but oof. right. 
<laughs> and what we were talking about before that I kind of liked that you touch upon is like using hypnosis as therapy because as I was mm -hmm. experiencing this, there were times where I was like, oh, for example, like <clears throat> when you had me count backwards from 100 and I think mm -hmm. I said like 93 twice. I, had, I was like immediately rushed with like this sense of like guilt and like embarrassment and like oh mm -hmm. god and stuff and like I could I could kind of notice that sometimes my brain would drift off to like maybe not like the hottest spot is that normal it is it is there's a lot in your unconscious mind the unconscious mind controls so much um fear anxiety phobias um you know I have worked with a lot of people with phobias um, and that's, that's very natural because your brain, when you get to relax, your brain spends all day protecting you from yourself. That's like, it's number one job because those dark places we go to as we drift off and things like that, the brain says, oh, you don't need to be there. In fact, that's where a lot of, a lot of times you don't remember certain parts of a traumatic memory or an issue. It's because the brain's protecting you from it. So in hypnosis, your brain's still working to protect you. It's just so relaxed that things kind of slip through sometimes. And that's why when it comes to the therapeutic aspect, um, there's a lot we can do to work with that. I mean, I've actually had one of my, it's, it's an embarrassing phobia, but I had one of my phobias I've had since I was a little kid completely erased after one session in hypnosis. It's what like was the, the phobia? coolest thing. I was afraid for most of my life of any type of robot or anything that looked humanoid that was not a human. So mannequins would freak me out. Uh, it's called automatonophobia. Like uh, I'm a huge Marvel fan and it drives him nuts because I listen to Marvel comics <laughs> being read while I sleep. There's this guy on YouTube. He's amazing. <laughs> that's kind of fun. Yeah. That's what I listen to. And he gets to listen to that now every night, ever since he's moved in, but I never got to watch the age of Ultron movie because, oh, because it it's just too terrified terrifying. me. Yeah. It was too much. And after so the that, Terminator movies the are just like not your thing. Yeah, actually, that was where it started <laughs> because, you know, I'm oh. old. So <laughs> I watched the Terminator movie when it came out and I was way too young for watching that. And that's what kind of started everything. Got it. So, but yeah, one session completely gone. No issues with it anymore. Little Kenny, is there anything that hypnosis has helped you um, overcome, process? all the above um many different things um the first one of the first things we worked on um was my personal trauma um where i went through a lot of childhood abuse um physically um and what we did is we basically um through hypnosis unattached the emotions from the actions that happened from the actual event and so i don't have near the same response or you know kind of effects from that as i would have say a few months ago right yeah and i guess also i can't speak for you but i can speak for myself like i'm the type of personality that has to be like in control the whole time so <laughs> what i was noticing during this hypnosis obsession. I don't know if you could tell. I, the listeners mm -hmm. definitely couldn't tell, but I was trying to keep myself slouched and up. Yep. The whole yeah, time. Yeah, and then and, and finally you gave in, and right, finally I was like really deep. <laughs> it was like it was like it was almost like, all right, this is. It wasn't hurting me, but it was like I almost mm -hmm. feel like it, I'm so heavy right now. I just need to lay 
backwards. Mm -hmm. And I was it was interesting because as soon as I laid back, I, I immediately thought, like, why was I fighting right backwards? Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm supposed it's to be really common. I will say in a lot of sessions and I see all of my clients directly through I use Google Meet, you know, Zoom, stuff like this. You know, I see all of my clients across the country in the exact same way that we just did this and everybody their first session they have that same thing where they're just they're rigid they're they're holding themselves up and there are times once i get you just enough under that i can start suggesting to your unconscious mind that you know your head's getting heavy maybe you need to lay down maybe you need to move your head and things like that to make it more comfortable because honestly we could have done the whole session the way you were sitting and it still would have had the same effect but then you would have woke up with a crick in your neck I mean, I, yep. when I work with people, you know, most people are under for 40 to 60 minutes at a time when I'm doing a session. So that's a long time to be holding your head up like this. <laughs> What's like, I guess, the most opportune position to hypnotize someone? Is it sitting down? Honestly, sitting down. I know on TV and stuff, and I'm sure at some point today we'll talk about the way TV has screwed up hypnosis, but um in on tv that you always see them laying down or you know doing you know something crazy but laying down actually you can fall completely asleep a lot easier and then i can't work with you at all i mean there have been times he's gone under and i finally i said babe you need to wake up i i can't do you're not even hypnotized anymore you're literally snoring so <laughs> you're like so, a baby yeah <laughs> So he, you know, he did, um, he, you know, he tried it laying down once and will never do that again. And, and it's a lot easier for me to, especially, like I said, I see people through digital means. Uh, I'm not in the same room. If you're laying down, I can't watch the looks on your eyes. Um, you know, there's something we called, call uh, external trance indicators that tell me that you're in trance. And I can't see that if you're laying down. Mm. So interesting yeah before we get into misconceptions of hypnosis mm -hmm. I, the big one is you were saying that you use age regression to help yes. with trauma which as abdls i've talked to many of them that it seems like a big thing for mm -hmm. them is just the age regression aspect helps them yes. process it so talk about how hypnosis plays into that uh, absolutely now there are multiple different types of age regression um what i use is therapeutic there is and, and we'll talk a little bit i'm sure at some point about the erotic side of hypnosis with age regression that is a very common thing downloading files and stuff like that what i work with is specifically age regression for um trauma and therapeutic ways so what i found when i first started working with people in the abdl community in hypnosis was that a big block to really getting into that little space, whether they're feeling like they're two or they're feeling like they're 10, there's that block to get there. Mm. And usually it's related to some form of trauma, whether it's trauma from something that happened when they were younger or trauma that they've experienced because of the fear, the guilt, the shame that comes along with being involved in the ABDL side of things. And so what we do now is if I'm going to use age regression, we, we kind of walk back, we find exactly what trauma is blocking. Uh, you don't have to talk to me about it. That's the greatest thing about this, like talk therapy, you have to tell the therapist exactly what happened and relive that trauma. We dissociate you from that trauma and you don't mm -hmm. even tell me what it is. You're experiencing all of this stuff just with my guidance. And so we go say, say 10's the issue. You can't get past 10 
and that's an issue with your age regression for getting into your little space. We work with what's causing that block at 10. And then we work down to nine and eight, seven, and then maybe there's something that happened at seven that's blocking. So we work on finding those traumas, getting rid of them, and it makes it so much easier to slip into that little, that little space, headspace. Um, I've actually used the same techniques um, with a couple in the, in the pup play um, part of kink and the same basic ideas work. And, you know, that, that's just kind of the standard of how age regression in therapy works. You're working on, you know, healing something. So when it comes to age regression, um, like getting into little space, mm -hmm. you can use age regression once those blocks are removed to literally walk somebody down into that little space, let them have a therapeutic time in that little space. They're still, um, under the effects of hypnosis, they're relaxing, they're feeling good, but they have that moment of being little. And once you've been there and actually experienced in such a deep way, you create an anchor, something that will help that person, whether it's a trigger word, whether it's a pressure point they can press, things like that to help them automatically on their own. They don't need me to get back into that space once the brain has been trained on how to do that. So, um, you know, in a few of my clients have like their partners have asked for a specific trigger word to help them get into mm -hmm. the little space. Mm -hmm. And it works like a charm because we've set that trigger in their mind that when X happens, Y can happen. And mm -hmm. that's the beauty of how age regression works with that. You know, I know a lot of people haven't really experienced real therapeutic age regression. And in our community, it's such a sought after thing. But when people hear that there's a therapeutic aspect, they get scared immediately. Like, oh, wait, I thought this was fun. <laughs> but really what they need to do is um, deal with those issues so that they can actually experience that. I mean, when you experience real little space, I, I'm not little, but the look on his face when he really experiences little space, it, you cannot match that with just pretending this is literally getting there and it's such an amazing thing little kenny i love that he looked at you and you smiled so big so i can only assume can you <laughs> can you speak to i'll call it pretending to be little and then it finally experiencing hypnosis and getting there with getting to age regression through hypnosis and then really experiencing age regression can you talk about that I mean, yeah, I can definitely think back to a time where I literally sat down and had a conversation with daddy and um, cried while he held me because I didn't feel like I could get into my little space very well and I didn't feel little. And now, um, since we've begun to work on that and have made a lot of progress with it, um, it kind of like leaks into our day-to-day -day relationship, even naturally, it just mm. kind of comes out of me. That's fascinating. Can, do, do you have play dates with other littles? We have not yet. Now, we, okay. we were long distance for a while. And then now that he's moved in, that is, you know, part of the oh. plan eventually, you know, once I, we unpack all of his stuff. <laughs> I guess my question that I was trying to get at is like, can you now sense when someone is not being like they're acting little right like they might mm -hmm. have all the accoutrements of being little but like you can tell that they're not yeah, there you, yet right it's almost yeah like there's a difference yeah you can definitely see the difference um and you can tell i mean just in general 
I don't, I don't know. You don't want to say it's like slipping somebody up, but if you pull in adult conversation, you know, something that's not going to be normal in a little conversation, and that person can snap right into talking about, I don't know, I'm, I'm not straight, but they'll say a baseball game or something. I don't know. <laughs> something like that. Um, you know, if you can transition that quickly, there, there's definitely amount of pretend involved. But like mm. for him, once he when he's really therapeutically little and he's actually experiencing little space, it can take an hour for him to get back to you know, reality. Big Kenny, <laughs> you know, because he's he's so in that little space. And you know, I, the littles I've been around, a lot of times it's very much that pretend, and that's fine. It's part of who they are, mm-hmm. and but you know, it's so important to really experience that, like for a little to really be little, to feel like they are two years old and they're playing with their stuffies and they're sipping on their baba and everything is great. There's something that can't be matched with that. Little Kenny, I just love that he's using all these words and your smile just keeps getting bigger. So my question for you, do you have a trigger word? Have you discovered a trigger word or a trigger I'll use the word device that gets you, that gets you into little space. Um, I wouldn't say it's something we've set up directly through hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he has, we, we have nicknames we use for each other. And a lot of mine are revolved around little things. And we have kind of put those together with the hypnosis. Um and yeah, I definitely feel like that is one of those ways where I do naturally slip into little space. It's just by yeah. him using the nicknames, using mm-hmm. the the devices yeah. around the house, whether it be like a sippy cup or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll make dinner and I don't care if we're having steak and I give him like the little toddler fork, immediate oh. slips in, into that. <laughs> or, you know, just reminding him sometimes that that you're you're a baby and instant just slides right in oh i love Mm -hmm. it question so we were talking about how you have to walk back Mm -hmm. through the childhood years to try to figure out like okay where where is the roadblock and how do we get past it so how do you walk someone backwards i mean do you you were saying how they don't have to reveal it so is it a lot Mm -hmm. of like you saying all right now you're 10 years old what do you it's see? very what do you much feel? like that. Um, I use that. Sometimes I use the time clock method, which I'll, I'll have the person visualize in my hand that I have a time clock and we start at your current age. And then we watch the time clock roll back. And then and sometimes it'll happen automatically that way. But mm. eventually we get to a point and you can see that that person is having trouble, um, whether it's you know, they tense back up or like their shoulders will start to tense or their head might be down here um, on the side in normal hypnosis, but then you start to see them rise up. There's something going on that's pulling their attention from that change. And that tells me there's something at this point. So now let's go ahead and figure out what is this trauma? Don't tell me, but you figure out, you know, what do you need to work through? And then we dissociate, we use a method called the rewind method. And it's, uh, been used for years it used to be you know imagining this huge um theater and some and you've got another version of you watching it but you don't watch the traumatic incident the other you is watching it and you watch the other you and you it sounds crazy but it literally as we process through that you watch their 
uh, anxiety level literally drop. And I ask after every time we run through, because you might need to run through three, four, five times in one session. And I'll say, you know, what's your anxiety at now? How bad can you make it? And it might start at 10 out of 10. And then, you know, the next time it's eight out of 10. And now we're at four out of 10. Now we're at two out of 10. And then it's until we're gone. I will work until it's gone. Unless somebody's stuck on like one or two mm -hmm. and it will not change. Then we just say, is that an acceptable level of anxiety? And if it is, then we move on. But I, I always strive for zero at the end. And then once that's done, it's done. It doesn't come back. It's very much gone. Um, because what you're doing is you're separating out the trauma and the trauma response from the amygdala in the brain, which is what holds that, that fight or flight. Mm -hmm. And um, you've separated out the emotion that was attached to that memory. Now that memory is still there. We don't erase the memory, mm. but you don't have the negative emotion attached to it. I love it. Let's move on to something sexier. Erotic aggression. <laughs> Yes. Uh, how, does, how does that play and how do you incorporate it into your relationship? Well, um, we haven't done a lot of the age regression aspect in our sexual relationship. Um, mm. Not on the age regression side. I, I know a lot of people do use it. Um, I, I know you and I chatted about it. I, that's not my area of expertise, but mm -hmm. when it comes to in our relationship, more of what we use in the, um, in the hypnosis side is uh, sensation and things like that sensation yes. play um <laughs> yeah that's probably the largest part for us so you know maybe he's having a rough night and sensation is not where it needs to be for him to be able to feel um you know adhd which he has and i'm autistic and adhd so <laughs> so sensations are a huge part of how we experience the world and sensations sometimes could be too high to enjoy it or they could be too low to really enjoy so we've used hypnosis in that to regulate um you oh. know I, I i've been able to get him in hypnosis and tell him every time i touch your shoulder it feels like i'm blowing you i mean it's like <laughs> it's amazing and uh you know it, 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 there's some fun part to it too just the, the power play aspect um i am still a daddy regardless <laughs> so <laughs> i'm in charge of the situation but it, it, it amazed him the first time because, you know, he knows how much I'm not really big into the erotic side of hypnosis. Mm -hmm. But um, one of the reasons we started talking was my diaper boy's profile mentioned hypnosis. And I messaged him, we're talking, and he brought up the hypnosis. I'm like, no, that's not me. And then one day we just decided, you know what, I'm going to try this. And the look on his face when it was done was, oh my God, what happened to my brain? <laughs> because, because it really, it was the same sensation. It was like any time I touched him, he would almost crumple to the ground. It was, it was intense. We did not do that very long. <laughs> because he was literally crumpling to the ground. <laughs> you, look, you look very flustered, little Kenny. Can you talk about that? What, like, if you had to describe sensation play to someone that maybe have never experienced it? How would you describe it? It's almost unexplainable. Just imagine it like every sensation, every bit of touch, every maybe his voice, anything like that, which is going through your senses is being processed at a higher rate. 
Mm. So it's almost like everything is literally more intense, but not in a bad way, in a way where it's like enjoyable. Um, like extremely <laughs> enjoyable. He talked specifically about how I'd crumple. I kid you not, he would, you know, reach out and touch my shoulder and I'd literally fall into him uh-huh. because yeah. it was such an overwhelming sensation of, oh, <laughs> How does, so now I'm curious, how does that work with, you know, I've had someone with Asperger's on the show and and we talked about how, you know, if you are on the spectrum, sometimes overstimulation is something that you deal with. So how does that work? So when talking about um, using hypnosis and, you know, feeling things at a very high senses, could it work both ways? Could you lower the heightened sense of something? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I can actually, I've done that with treatment with some of my clients who have issues with um, uh, not so much erectile dysfunction, but sort of like premature ejaculation. That is usually tied to uh, the, the stimulation being so high that they can't control it. So what you do is you just bring that down, almost like you're using a lidocaine cream. And once, if they can visualize what it would feel like for the senses to be dulled, then they can make that reality happen. The beauty of hypnosis is everything that you experience in the world is all how your brain perceives it. So colors look different to me than they would look to you, or the sky will look different. You know, everybody's got a different way that they translate that. Reality is what is in our brain. That's 100% the truth. If you change that reality, you've changed what happens in the body. If someone, and I know you said this isn't your area of expertise, but if someone wanted to, if they wanted to mix in hypnosis with mm-hmm. their with their play, where mm-hmm. where could they start? Yeah, you know, there are some amazing books. Um, I don't know about regarding. Um, I, I know there are a few on erotic hypnosis specifically, but everything that I've researched about them, I haven't read them because it, every time a professional hypnotist has read any of them it's just crap so i refuse to just subject myself to it but there are books um there's a basically anything by dave ellman or milton erickson is a great way to really get into how hypnosis works once you know the basics of hypnosis you can tailor that to anything my specialty is working with therapeutic things but i can still do the fun stage stuff if i need to my my nephews can attest to that because they thought i was bigfoot and my 13 year old nephew was hiding in the basement because <laughs> i forgot to mention that bigfoot was nice when he saw bigfoot <laughs> so i mean the reality becomes reality i could do all that stuff um i don't do it in a therapeutic setting I don't see a therapeutic reason for my clients to think I look like Bigfoot, <laughs> but for, you know, my nephews and stuff, that's fine. But mm-hmm. once you learn the basics, you can tailor that to pretty much anything. And there are certification courses, training courses you can get um, online. We're actually working on developing one. Um, he's my guinea pig right now. He's learning hypnosis right now. So first of all, because he can help me with um, any influx of clients that we have that I can't handle once he's done with that. Um, but we're working on something that would kind of be more tailored to the ABDL community or the King community um, oh, in training, because there are not a lot of us out there. Um, I'm sure there are plenty of hypnotists that are in the ABDL community, but not many of them are practicing 
in a therapeutic way, <laughs> if that makes sense, you know, a way to help people. And that's right. my whole goal. Well, let's touch on that because you talked about a little earlier that like TV has screwed up hypnosis. And yes. I know when you join the AB or the, you get into the ABDL mm -hmm. community, hypnosis gets brought up a lot and people send oh, each yeah. other audio files and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they've never worked on me or maybe I'm just too stubborn for them to work on me. So like, what are some things that are, that are misconceptions with hypnosis? Well, I think the biggest one that I see in the ABDL community is this misconception that hypnosis controls your mind. Um, you just experienced your first time in hypnosis. You had full control. Yeah, your mind drifted away, but you were able to grab it and pull it back. You know, you are always in control. The hypnotist is in the passenger seat giving you directions. We're the GPS, whereas the rest of the world, you know, through TV, movies, um, the ABDL community as a whole, this view that the hypnotist has complete control of you is the biggest misconception. Um, mm. And that, that keeps a lot of people from actually experiencing it. And that, that's a problematic thing. Um, people want to experience it for the erotic side, and that's great. And they want to enjoy that. That's fine. But it's put such a hindrance on people who would normally be able to seek help through the therapeutic side because they're afraid that they come to see me and I'm going to control them and they're going to cluck like a chicken or they're going to, you know, do something crazy or tell me all their secrets and all those things that TV and, you know, what people want to experience out of hypnosis in the erotic side, you know, those things, people are getting this view, but it's, it's so far away from it. And that holds people back from really getting the help they need. So what about when I like see on Telegram groups or if I see on Twitter and they're like, oh, I have this audio file that like <clears throat> makes me wet or makes me mess. Are those, <laughs> I'm guessing they're not clinically correct, but like, <laughs> like could, is, are those real? Are they possible? Do, does it actually Th work? It is possible. Um, I do work with people and now granted, it's not something you're going to find in a one audio file thing um, with the, the way I work with things. But I have clients that um, are working on what I call triggered incontinence, you know, the diaper being on than they are incontinent. Um, I have clients that I have releases from medical doctors and therapists that I work with them on permanent incontinence. Uh, I will not do that without a doctor's note because I'm not taking that liability. The doctor can take that. <laughs> but it, it's totally possible if done properly and done correctly. What you're seeing a lot uh, in the erotic hypnosis side tends to be, and not always, because there are some very skilled hypnotists that are, do erotic hypnosis. But for the most part, it's somebody downloaded a script and it's got the induction and the deepener and the suggestions all right there. And they do what we're doing right now, sit in front of a computer and they've got their Adobe audition pulled up and they record exactly what's on that script and they make $30, $40 off of that. And that's great. Great business plan. Um, I don't do that <laughs> because it drives me nuts. Um, so is, it's a, it's a two-part answer to your question. Is it true? Yes, absolutely. Are they correct? Not always. So it's all how it's done, who's doing it. I would say the biggest thing is, you know, vet the people you're working with, you know, are they certified? If not, probably not a good idea if you really want to work with them um but and a lot of times you're seeing the placebo effect too it mm. says it's hypnosis it says it'll make me wet i want this bad enough 
so it works. You know, all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. That's literally the first day of any class that you learn in hypnosis is all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. So it's all what your brain is making it. So if you really believe it, it, it can happen. Um, if you don't, it's not going to. Same thing if somebody comes to see me. I have clients that I work with that uh, you know, are incontinent the moment they put their diaper on for any time. Then I have other ones that have tried for you know, months and they're just not able to achieve that. And it's, it's all depending on their brain. That's why, it, you know, I, I don't have any specific guarantees on my website anywhere. In fact, if you ever see a hypnotist give you a 100% guarantee, run the other way mm-hmm. <laughs> because you are in control. So we can't make you do anything. Little Kenny, have you used, I know you said you've used hypnosis for, you know, going through trauma. Have you used it for any ABDL play in terms of like, have you ever asked your daddy to hypnosis you, hypnosis you so you wet more or something along those lines? Um, we've used it erotically. I wouldn't say in the ABDL way, but I mean, going back to something we talked about earlier where you can use hypnosis to, you know, uh, doll in and intensify sensation. Um, When we first got together, I had an issue with achieving orgasm where it would take a lot, lot, lot to get there. Mm -hmm. And that is a big thing that we've been able to work on um, together. That way it's more enjoyable for both of us. That way it's about the pleasure we're experiencing together. Um, And, And to cut in, when it comes to the sensation, you know, the way it feels when you're wearing a diaper is something we have worked on. Yes, absolutely. To feel that sensation that he was having trouble experiencing before. It wasn't giving him the arousal that he was looking for. And we were able Mm -hmm. to work on that. Yeah. Making it feel that it's like heavier or making it Mm -hmm. feel the the sexiness of it being soggier. The way that it feels against his body and stuff like, again, it all goes to sensation. Sensation is such a huge thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, almost anything you do is going to be filtered through a sense. Got it. So your orgasm. So now you orgasm all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, a lot yeah. more than before. <laughs> well, let's turn to you know um, relationships. You know, you guys found each other through hypnosis. Has hypnosis played a huge part in your relationship? I. That's a, that's a hard one because it's it's such a part right from the beginning that mm-hmm. I can't say that we can separate it out or say that it was such a like a pivotal point. I mean, we discussed found each other through there because that's how we started having our conversation, right? Um, but as for our relationship, I guess it's such an everyday thing that I I've never thought about it in that way because <laughs> I mean we do hypnotic things just as part of our everyday life. Um, absolutely. <laughs> and it plays into our conversations frequently. I, I would have to say yes in that case. Um, just because we both have such a strong interest in it. It just, it, it just kind of is part of who we are. I love that. So how, like, for those uninitiated, how <laughs> could they interwoven hypnosis into the relationship is there something simple that they could do maybe they're not practiced in hypnosis but maybe something simple that you know 
they could start with? Yeah, I mean, a big thing about hypnosis, and like I said, all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. So, you know, if you're getting yourself relaxed, uh, especially if you are, um, you know, trained in some good meditation, you can just get yourself into that relaxed state. When you tell your brain, hey, I'm going to hypnotize myself, or I'm going to meditate, however you want to look at it for 20 minutes, and I really want to focus on my sex life and increasing that, um, you, you can improve it in yourself. So in the same way, using that positive visualization and that relaxed state with your partner is totally something you don't need a certification to be able to do. I mean, you wouldn't want to work into the traumatic issues in their life. <laughs> I would not recommend that. But just that basic stuff, like suggesting sensation. If you can get somebody into a light trance, the studies are iffy as to exactly the number on it, but even a light basic trance, you are roughly 200 times more suggestible than when you're in your full wide awake state. So so if you can get your partner fully relaxed and, you know, suggest that, you know, things are, a little bit more intense in the sensation department or, you know, as I run my hand across your chest, you'll feel this. I mean, you know, play around with each other. I mean, if you're going to use hypnosis in a relationship type thing, whether it's sexually or, you know, personally in the relationship, um, like with other parts of life, um, arguments and stuff like that, (laughs) to bring those down, that absolutely can because it's all about how we process, but, um, you know, just try it, see how it goes. You know, it, obviously consent is the same thing as any other form of kink. You need to make sure you're you, having full consent with your partner. Don't try to hypnotize somebody that doesn't want to be hypnotized. Um, right. First of all, it doesn't work. Second of all, it, you can't take control of somebody. So don't even try. <laughs> right. Lil Kenny, I'll ask you this question. Do you feel like compared to other relationships, do you think having the hypnosis aspect has deepened and strengthened your relationship? Would you say like this is one of your most deepest relationships, most authentic relationships you may have had? Um, I would say yes, for many reasons. And the hypnosis is one factor of that, um, for sure. Can you repeat your question? <laughs> no, yeah, I guess <laughs> what I process it. I guess what I'm asking is, you know, you know, uh, Daddy J was talking about how it's it's getting each other relaxed and getting each other, you know, into that space. And I feel like since you're both like you're receptive to his hypnosis and you know he's and you're allowing him to do it on you, I feel like. I can only assume that that makes your relationship even stronger because there's that sense of trust and that you trust him to hypnotize you. And then, you know, he trusts you to like, you know, be comforted and stuff. Um, Absolutely. And he's also let me hypnotize him um, a few times. Um, There's a lot of things where just you can suggest, like you can begin to realize how much I love you. And you can begin to realize how beautiful you truly are and things like that, that work on such the emotional aspects with the hypnosis that fit into relationships. 
um, that it just makes it more beautiful, more romantic. I never more thought loving. About, yeah, I never thought about mm-hmm. that hypnosis through loving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and it's one of the foundations for our relationship for sure. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I very well that. put, babe. um where do you see where do you see this relationship growing you go first um that's a great question i mean i definitely see this as my permanent number one relationship i see daddy here as my lover for life um i can see us working through all of the struggles that we come up against together um i mean we're so on like the same pages constantly even when we have you know like a little bit of a disagreement or whatever which happens yeah um but i mean we've we've talked about what's next for us in making this relationship more long term and Mm. things like that absolutely i love that yeah um do you have a moment? Because I could really, you know, go on this topic if you'd like. Yeah, I was going to ask you, <laughs> Daddy Jay. I mean, yeah. where do you see this relationship going? Um, well, absolutely all the way. In fact, um, Izzy was aware of something. <clears throat> yeah, I love you, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you know that since the day that we met... I knew that I wanted to marry you mm-hmm. and have you as mine for the rest of our lives. <laughs> and I have never, even though I'm way older, loved another person the way I love you, right? <laughs> so even though there's chairs in our way, I'm not going to get on my knee, but will you marry me? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Yay. oh my gosh yay oh they're cuddling for all this your your first proposal on the show <laughs> yes oh my gosh yes oh little kenny how you feeling how you feeling oh uh, yeah <laughs> you're like yeah. all of the feelings i'm feeling all of the feelings all right now oh my gosh you guys oh. and i didn't have to actually hypnotize him for to get that <laughs> just want to clarify for the listeners <laughs> That is right. I will. I will vouch for that. He was not hypnotized. He said yes, and it was the most authentic yes I've ever seen. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it, and I love because uh, it's you. so authentic too. I love you know, and I love that you're both able to have this fun way of mm-hmm. working through your relationship. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's still in shock. <laughs> no. Well, Did you know, both... see that coming. We got you. <laughs> well, I will let you both go celebrate. Thank you to both yeah. of you for coming to Newsy's Nook and peering back the curtain on hypnosis and showing your relationship. And congratulations to now getting <laughs> engaged. Thank you so much. And thank you for playing such a part for us on that. Um, also, real quick, just want to point out if any of your listeners, um, there, there's going to be a new uh, a website link just for anybody listening to the show so uh if anybody wants to get a special rate uh it's usually like 120 dollars for the first appointment Mm -hmm. which is uh 
two hours of time with me and one hour of that is hypnosis. So uh, for your listeners, um, we're going to do a $40 uh, for the month of June and July, $40 for that initial assessment and first time hypnosis for anybody who goes to um, hypnosis412.com slash newsy. And that should be up and ready to go here shortly. So, wow. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank oh, you. We love, we love the show and we, you know, want to help the community. That's the whole point of this is, you know, yeah, we've got a business to run, but we want the community to be able to experience life in a better way. There you go. It's all that matters, helping each other out and building community. Well, Absolutely. thank you both for coming to Newsy's Nook. I'm so happy for you guys. Go off and celebrate. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Ha. It's no secret that I'm a mega soaker. Sometimes I just put on a diaper, drink a little water, and bam, I'm leaking all over the place. And I'm left thinking, is it me? Am I the soaker? And then I found North Shore's Mega Maxes. Have you seen them? They say they can last up to 12 hours. 12 hours, I know! And they come in a variety of colors like white, pink, tie-dye, and blue. My favorites is blue. And the best part is it's anti-odor, so I can be my little stinker self all I want. If you want to get your grabby hands on them, just look in the show notes of this episode. I got you. It's like what North Shore always says. Be dry, be confident, be you. So I think the hypnosis did work because I've made stickies in my diaper like three times tonight. All right, kiddos, I have to change out of this diaper. See ya. Bye. Hey, do you know how to read? I don't know how to read, but I heard Playtime has a new bi-weekly online kink magazine. It's called Playzine. Yeah, I heard if I knew how to read, I could read about different fetish lifestyles, events, entertainment, and news. I guess I gotta go to the Playtime website to practice my reading skills.